Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Tricking it, don't get a holler. Bitch, I'm a star, I got these niggas wishing. He say he hungry, this pussy the kitchen. Yeah, that's my doubt, he gon' sit down and listen. Call him a trick and he don't get offended. He know he giving his money to Megan. He know it's very expensive to date me. Tell him go put my name on it again. Because when I need money, check, I check. We live. We live. I said we live. You can't do that. Like you can't just pop up. We, we don't get the round of applause. We, we, we have intro music. We do we have we, we've been having intro music the last few times. We ain't been consistent this last But how am I supposed to know this intro it's music? Okay. It's intro music. I just told you. We live, we live, we live. <laughs> Oh man, we live. You don't put nobody named Precious in charge of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Precious Topics is live. We've been slightly inconsistent. Slightly. Not a whole lot. Nobody slightly. who has a <laughs> noun as a first name. <laughs> you disrespectful. You should be in charge of nothing. You disrespectful. So put What's Ashley in charge. Dang. But don't put Cl- what, plug it or something. Fuck you, head Ashley. What do we call it, Jaquita? Don't put song. Yeah, Jaquita is better. Yeah, let's, at least it's not a noun. Let's go with Jaquita. You know what? This is Precious Topics, and we are live. Live, live, live. What's going on, world? It's that's, your girl. That's what people. Precious J. <laughs> now names do <laughs> they play with their names? <laughs> yeah, and Precious Topics. Double entendre. Two, two of the most wonderful people in the world as my co-hosts. Okay. Give it up for my co-host, Richard Payne Jr. Thank you. Please say to JR, yeah, I finally got some respect around this month. I thought I would put you first since you're giving me such a hard time today. <laughs> Show you a tad bit of respect. You see your applause won't that long, though. Yeah. You get a little bomb. And that's it. So, and my other co-host, are you okay with being called other co-hosts? Yeah. It's, it is two of you. That's fine with me. It's two of you. You know, some you people call me the other. Some guy. people get a little sensitive about the word other. Yeah, because so. because I can't say a, both of your names at the same time. They go home to a miserable existence. So oh, they need this. Okay. They just I'm cool need with this. It. I, I'm the other guy. The What's other, up, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Brandon Taylor. The other co-host. Give it up for my other co-host comedian Brandon Taylor in the building yes yes we back in action baby we back in action alright 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 I'm gonna go ahead and go live on Facebook I'm gonna pass on Instagram today we gotta get we gotta get more consistent with that I'm gonna need you guys help with that is that alright yeah what do you want us to do 
more. So. <laughs> 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 Remember that Kobe commercial? More. That's yeah. it. I don't know anything about a Kobe More. commercial. I, I, I know you don't. That's why I was talking to the other co-host. <laughs> <laughs> we left you off that one. <laughs> oh man, you guys leave me off of a lot of things, and I don't see how. And this is precious topics because you got that baby over there. You right. can't do a lot. <laughs> it's cloudy with judgment. You know what I'm saying? Oh wow! When Great, you drop thanks. that low, maybe you could be cool again, right? <laughs> but only wow. then. Only wow. then. Only then. Facebook, you guys aren't going to be a part of it. Oh. It's been a lot going on though, hasn't it? It has. Uh, shout out to our new sponsors, Jay's Ultra Lounge. Did it say Ultra? Cause, yeah. Because you know they have two pages. One says Ultra, one doesn't. Uh-huh. I just tagged them both. Yeah. Okay. Do great. That. Black people do stuff. Both like of that. those will work. Okay. Shout out to our new sponsors, Jay's. Let me explain Ultra the two Lounge. pages, though. So, okay. one, it says Jay's Ultra Lounge because um, it was specifically created for our uh, annual New Year celebration, mm-hmm. which we plan to make bigger and better every year. So, okay. that's what that's that was originally for. for. Okay. But, I mean, it's not New Year's anymore yeah, so. <laughs> so i would just go with the ultra lounge for now because i think that's what people know it by anyway right. because there's a jay's classic bar and grill and right. there's something else jay's but they don't matter because right. at all you know they're not as cool fuck them basically <laughs> and they're not our sponsors so once again we got to come up with a cool slogan y'all remember what we did for wednesday wine and words shout out to our first sponsors yeah. we got to come up with a cool slogan or something for jay's jay's ultra lounge where hookah and two for one drink specials rule the day because you guys have day parties and stuff, right? yep. and you guys have a cool event music. We're just gonna give them applause and bow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm against your music. <laughs> I'm against it. Um, but they do have a comedy show day party event Ooh. coming up Sunday. Yeah, um, for comedian Travis Anderson. Is it his birthday celebration? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's trying, he trying to switch it up a little bit instead of doing the typical nighttime comedy show. He's gonna switch it up and do day party because he want to see these hoes in the light. You know what Boom. I'm saying? Oh God! And is it drink specials that day as well? It's definitely drink. It's specials. always drink it's specials at Jay's Ultra Lounge. Definitely. Okay. Boom. And what's that address, Richard? Uh, one, one two, two six two? six seven. It's New Halls Ferry. Two, it's two twos. One two Thank six you. six. Thank you. Oh. What he said. Seven. New Halls Ferry. Mm-hmm. Road. Mm-hmm. Get there. Or be oh, square. New Halls Ferry, because the other one's on wherever it is. It isn't where ours is. Exactly. Right. It's in the depths <laughs> of hell. <laughs> so go there and die slow. Yeah. <laughs> That sounded real demonic, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> anyway, uh, shout out to our sponsors, man. I'm excited about that because we need sponsors. Need that. We definitely do. And again, shout out to everybody who came out to the live broadcast. It was just a sprinkle of you. Boom. Of we you. appreciate that sprinkle. Sprinkle of you. I definitely do because those sprinkles turn into mass amounts of people ultimately sometimes. They do. And, and they like, were engaged. <laughs> that was the beautiful part of it. They were truly they were. engaged. And that was the whole point. I right. wanted people to be able to, you know, right. converse with us live. Make to make them feel like they're a part of Precious Topics. Hello, because mm-hmm. this is a pretty dope show. It's great. You know, so next time we do a live event, we'll number one, promote it for a longer time. Yeah. It still will definitely be at Jay's, though, because I think that was a nice location. The setup was Wh- great. Where's Jay's? 
It's on New Halls Ferry. One two six six seven Road. Just uh, Rose, Halls Ferry, no New Halls Ferry. But you said <laughs> Halls Ferry. Well, fun. One two six six seven Road. No. Start up the first one and work your way down. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, no, because it was it was a cool setup, and um, it was our first time doing the whole live situation. So next time we'll know how to do it better and bigger. Because I like the live thing. I like oh, the yeah. interaction with the people that. Oh were yeah, there, that was I great. Appreciate that them, was great. Um, you know, giving us their feedback on our dope ass topics. Yeah, that was Bar- great. And shout out to people who came to the baby shower because that was fun. We played games. We did. And ate good cake. If you're wondering, since we've been gone for so long, Precious is still pregnant. <laughs> First of all, we only missed that two shows, changed. okay? <laughs> we only missed two shows. We missed the show before the baby shower and the show after. No, but it's like a lot of people who like been following us have been like, damn, this motherfucker been pregnant all her life. Like, right. she, like it was her whole existence she's been pregnant. <laughs> Since we started the show, I've been pregnant, so yeah, it seems that way. It yeah. does. We started in April, so. Man, we have been doing this like, hard and steady since April. This pregnant. is, yeah, this this pregnant, last pregnant. month, I'm sorry, was the only month that we were not consistent. So we needed applause and some bombs for ourselves yeah. because we have been pretty consistent. And when I talk to other people that do podcasts, they're like, uh, we try to uh, yeah. meet up uh, every other week. But, and, uh, but, but my New Year's resolutions go much harder next year. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, I applaud you guys. I appreciate you guys for being consistent when I can be because mm-hmm. sometimes I'm... Pregnant. Swollen the midsection and irritated <laughs> to do anything. So I appreciate right. you guys. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and jump into um, precious topics. Today is the tenth. Man, it's hot outside. It's still summertime. When does fall start? Mm, yeah. October. October what? Mm. Damn, that seemed like far away. But you know what? I won't be pregnant then. You sure? I, I've had a. I'm very positive. Are we taking bets on this? Do we have, like, a pool? What, then we what got type two of baby y'all think I'm carrying? The hell? That no, I'll be done with being pregnant. Past done. And oh, I won't need a hot trimester. girl summer. I'll have a hot girl fall. I like fall anyway, okay? And wear light jackets and cool clothes. <laughs> so, um, I'm excited about the fall to get here. Um, but um, we're going to start with the quote of the week. I actually have two this week. Okay. Just to make up for last week. Um, you know, I always try to give me a black power quote, quote a quote from a, a a famous black person. Period. So the first one is, um, "You want to fly? You got to give up the shit that weighs you down." Mm. And the second one is, "Definitions belong to the definers, not the defined." And they both were by Toni Morrison. So, um, what a coincidence! Yeah, that's not really a coincidence. Oh done on purpose Mm -hmm. but um i still love her (laughs) so um if you guys know i know even facebook and social media will tell you everything if you don't know anything about the world um recently here tony morrison a famous writer author novelist she passed away she was 88 years old so let's drop a bomb for her because i think she's pretty dope and she always spoke her mind honestly and openly in all interviews um you guys familiar with tony morrison right yeah never heard of her (laughs) <laughs> Are you serious? You're no, not, not serious. All right, I know you because you're a smart guy. You've heard of her. So you say. Sometimes on oh, Saturdays you super smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 like extremely smart on Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she was 88 and she died in New York, but she was born in a place called Lorraine, Ohio. Her birthday. Oh, is- Lorraine. You've never 
Okay. I know. He I did. Know. He did. <laughs> when you think when you hear Lorraine, you think of the hotel, so Yeah. What hotel. I don't think of a hotel when I hear Lorraine. Well, you know hoes tell. <laughs> what are you even talking about, Brandon? <laughs> you know you you know y'all can go live from the page too, right? Y'all should do that. Anyway. We need a thing. I've never heard of Lorraine, but anyhow, um she's Aquarius too. She was born February eighteenth in nineteen thirty one. That's a long time. Hellas. Thirty one? Hellas. Um anyway, she left behind two sons. I, I believe both of them were helping her uh or doing their own writing too. And do you guys have a favorite book or or anything by Tony? Because I do. Just want to share. I know you guys don't read much, only on Saturdays. Right on my mama. So I discovered my first Tony Morrison book when I was in eighth grade. I went to Stowe uh, Middle School. Shout out to Stowe. It's not even up and running anymore. Total waste of space. It's a whole school there. But anyway, um. It's that shit the, raggedy as hell. I mean, yeah, but they—I mean—they could have invested in it and it not be as raggedy. I guess West Side. Yeah, you know that's where a lot of West Side kids went to Stone Middle. Yeah. Anyway, my first—the uh, first book I ever discovered about Toni Morrison was called *The Bluest Eye*. Um, it was a pretty dope book. If you never heard of it, you should definitely buy it for your children or read it yourself. Um, but. I appreciate what that contributed to my childhood. Um, she's also famous or well known for other books like Beloved, which was later made into a movie uh, by right. Oprah Winfrey, and uh, Tar Baby as well. So, um, you guys have anything about Toni Morrison? I just thought we should give her some praise and recognition because she's pretty dope. And um, have you ever seen her in like an interview? She is. She is not. Uh, she she weighs into the white people. She does. Not in a mean way, but just in a realistic way where some people are kind of afraid to say certain things about, you know, America and what it's done to our country or our people and stuff like that. She was not And what it's done to the what they've done to the world. Right. Yeah. She was not shy about sharing her thoughts on that. And some people kinda of hold back and she didn't. So I definitely respect her um for doing those things. So shout out to Tony Morrison, man. All right. And I'm gonna just let you slide on the not knowing what Lorraine Hotel is. Why? Why do I? What is it a slide for? Why should I know that? Something important happened there. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Savagery. What happened? Savage. What happened? It's a. Yeah, it. That's what Dr. King got shot. shot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, this isn't it's fucking a trivia. Museum. Okay. I'm sorry. You never what? been to the low. Her name is Precious. You will not judge her. <laughs> I have <laughs> You've not. You've been deprived as. Because I haven't been to the hotel where Martin yeah. King was shot. She didn't see I've enough teddy bears for it's dead people national, in her life. It's a national national museum. It's not just a hotel. I understand it's that. Down, and it, walk through. I've it's heard of it, but at this moment, at this time, it didn't pop in my head that that was that. So I apologize for feeling. Am I disgracing Take your you, children? Am I disgracing you? Am I disgracing you right now? The museum. It's been redone. It's it's all virtual and interactive now. Great. It's nice. Well, when I get it's virtual and interactive. interactive. 
<laughs> I need to understand this shit. Okay, well, I'm definitely going to put that on my list of things to do and to take my children. Okay. That boy better see the museum. Right. Not the other kids. They don't matter. Just this one. Well, you slapped on them, but make sure this one does. <laughs> <laughs> in your hot girl Christ fall. Him. Right. No, we're not going to do that in hot girl fall. We're going to do that in, <laughs> in, in kid time winter. <laughs> it's not going down in hot girl fall. That's for sure. <laughs> so, so, fuck you. Um, sorry that I didn't know that, but I will, moving forward, remember. Anytime I hear Lorraine, even though we were talking about Lorraine, Ohio, but anytime I hear the word Lorraine, I'm going to think. What do you of think they got the name hotel. for the city? Never forget. I won't. What do you think they got the name for the city? The hotel. I don't think that is true. It probably but isn't. <laughs> it probably isn't. We're going to find out the facts on that. <laughs> um, anyway, moving forward, hopping into current events um, on the 7th. A St. Louis sergeant, Heather Taylor, which is a black woman, shout out to black black women, period. Um, she did a, a interview with what's his name, Jeff Pegas from CNN. Oh, okay. Um, Jeff, you know him? No. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't think so, but um, well, it's Saturday. You're supposed to know every fucking thing on Saturday. I know. I'm my mama. <laughs> I'm slipping. So she did an interview with Jeff Pegas. I which think is- it's that water I just got from that crackhead Walmart <laughs> down the street. <laughs> um, with- I was scared. <laughs> what was I doing? Crackhead oh, Walmart. shit. It, no, it wasn't Walmart. Oh, it wasn't it was, uh, What's that? The supermarket down the street? Yeah. That shit looked sketchy as fuck. You went in there anyway, though. <laughs> Hell and yeah. And risked it all. <laughs> And risked it all. They right, y'all, y'all hurt not braided. You don't look all crispy and clean today, so they probably was scared of you. Oh no, that, <laughs> I probably blended in. Maybe. Yeah, cause it's terrible. That's okay. But anyway, anyway, I don't know what type of neighborhood you got me filming in. We're not filming. Recording. <laughs> Are we not filming? Stay focused. We're not. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Anyway. Um, Sergeant Heather Taylor um, openly shares how there are white supremacists on the police force. Mm. Are we surprised, guys? Fuck no. <laughs> Have we known I this like, for years? Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, I think they're pulling up a lot of this old shit because of, uh, you know, the anniversary of Mike Brown, but we'll get to that later. Um, but anyway, so there's this project, and I know that it was in Arizona where some of these police officers were... Um, they got in trouble for saying racist things on Facebook and social media and stuff like that. Arizona, there were some other states too, but basically um, they have this thing called the Plain View Project, which is exposing police officers uh, for their inappropriate comments and posts on Facebook and social media. Um, so 22 of them are from St. Louis, Missouri Police Department. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Again, are you surprised? Hell. The squad. You hear me? <laughs> with the game, with the mind, what were you thinking? Like, <laughs> what was you thinking? Like, I definitely probably could have figured that out. But anyway. Hey, I swear to God, we could be like, I've seen him before. <laughs> you know, like, I'm, I wasn't surprised at all because anybody who's lived in St. Louis or Missouri, for that matter, knows that we're still one of the most racist places to live and be. So anyway, yeah. I mean, the only time we really got together was when the Blues won, and even then we were still kind of segregated in that shit. When the Blues won, yeah, I don't even know. Okay, I didn't celebrate that hockey. At all. 
Yeah, I didn't care. Uh, <laughs> did she I say did. She didn't know what the blues were. She was looking like she didn't I didn't say that. I know what the blues are, but I don't care. I mean, I'm not sure you do, but it's, it's not, not music. music. I know. Hockey. Okay. I get it. I don't care. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> anyway, um, since October of 2014, they have this mandatory um, program called Implicit Bias Training. Mm. It's supposed to be mandatory. However, <laughs> even Sergeant Heather Taylor herself said it was optional, number one, and no, she hadn't taken this training course. And another officer, I didn't catch her name, but another black woman, she said, eh, to my understanding, eh, it wasn't mandatory. I didn't remember ever taking it or ever being told that I had to take Why it. Why they treating this goddamn class like it's an elective? I'm just saying. So when Jeff Pegas talked to um, what's his name? Let me find it. Jimmy Edwards, which is the public safety director who hired police chief whomever, whatever his name is. I didn't get that part. <laughs> you know, I never have all the notes. Nope. Um, he says, "Well, everyone is taking this course. It's mandatory. Everyone in the St. Louis, Missouri area has taken it." And Jeff is like. No, not so much. There's, there's, there's people saying, and then like, cause Jeff interviewed some other people, and they're saying like, eh, nope, don't remember taking it. Uh, have no record. Never heard of it. Yeah, no, I don't remember it. So, um, he's just like, well, yes, they have. It, it's mandatory. They've done it, and it's like, uh, no, they didn't. So, I mean, who, who talked to class? <laughs> they might need to do it again because they don't remember. Yes, he asked them. He asked them. He said, "Well, isn't that strange that?" You say that everybody's taking it, but people have no uh, knowledge or remembers of taking it. Isn't that strange? And he said, yes. Yes, it is strange. <laughs> and I'm just like, where's your comeback? Like, you know what I'm saying? He, yeah, he could have responded, <laughs> responded with you. Well, you know what? If they don't have any memory of taking it, we're going to go back. And we're going to make sure that everybody remembers that they took it. That we're going to give a refresher course. We're going to do something. He was just like, "Yeah, that is strange." Mm-hmm. But they took it though. They yep. all did. And I'm just like, "What the hell?" So, what are y'all thoughts on that? Why? Why? Why are we even worried about this shit? Like, clearly, he don't give a shit because he ain't even get a proper documentation to test everybody test scores. He just like, "Yeah, they took it." Who ta- up the scores. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> who, who was taking attendance? <laughs> you hear me? It was everybody present. I don't know. <laughs> Another problem is okay, so we done found out all these people didn't take it. Who's losing a job? Like none of these people who, who skipped this class, the man who's supposed to administer it ain't getting fired. But again, remember, um, Heather Taylor, Sergeant Heather Taylor says she. To her understanding, it was optional. How can At least she heard of it? <laughs> yeah, right. the, the problem is I how heard was they it, was doing some shit like that. How was it <laughs> optional? And one of the you know pivotal factors not going to go to it though. That's what I was going to say. So I don't understand how an implicit bias training. First of all, I want to know what the class consists of. What right. what's the what's the criteria here? What's the what's right. the outline? What what's and, what, and when you say implicit. What are you really referring to? Because this shit isn't implicit. That shit is done out of spite. <laughs> it's some fucked up shit. Yeah, and we've all known for a while that the police department so is racist. Uh-oh. So. The smarts come out. Come on, bring it on out. 
<laughs> I do understand that. Um, so there's an interaction that I have with uh, with middle-aged white men when they see me uh, in a non-professional environment. They approach me and they say, "Hey, what's up, bro?" And I'm like, and I'm like, uh, I'm doing well, sir. <laughs> hit it with the, hit it with the articulate conversation. Yeah, because when Drama. they say "bro," you never know what they mean by that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get it, right? Like, are you meaning like my brother in the U.S. America, or you mean bros and broham? Yeah, they feel like that's how they have to approach you. That's how they have to have a conversation with you. And I feel the same way with when white women do it um, to black women because they do it in a they do it at work or they do it out. You know, they'll say (laughs) they'll say, "Hey, girl." Or like, like girl, like you know what I'm saying, and try to put a twang on it. I don't like what white women say. I know how to have a decent conversation without using, you know, slang and twang, and you having to feel like you got to dummy your conversation down to talk to me. Exactly. I I don't like when white women say "Bye, Felicia." Oh yeah, bye. I don't. I don't approve of that. (laughs) It might not be cultural appropriation because this person could be named Felicia. I still feel like it's like you saying the (laughs) N word. You shouldn't say it. Yeah. I- the the thing is, um, when they grow up in different environments, when people grow up in different environments, and the only, you know, the only interaction that they have with black people is through assuming their culture. Mm-hmm. Then they think that is how they you have to interact. With black people, they don't understand that it's just a fucking song, dude. He, you know, you wouldn't walk up to Elvis and start, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Ship, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't do shit like that. Some white people would. They so, do so dumb shit. They'd <laughs> be like, hey, Elvis, <laughs> check this out. What, what, so let me ask you this. What, how do you feel like, let's say, I don't know, the emperor of China came here. Then they would somebody would say, "Oh, you're supposed to bow when they walk in." And it's like mm-hmm. that ain't what we do in my culture. Mm-hmm. And I high five this nigga, and I'm looked at as I'm being ignorant or well, you we know, know that's lower not the class. Same. It's not the same. It's different between respecting somebody's culture and trying to, like I said, dummy down your conversations because you feel like this person that you're about to speak to isn't on your level, or they probably can't conduct themselves the way that you would if you were in a different situation. So it's, I, it's different. Because yeah. you know what I'm saying? If, if who, who you just say? The Emperor of Emperor China. of China coming. That's respecting his culture and respecting, you know what I'm saying, everything about him. But you don't go down there because I'm sure it's it's slang in their language. Mm-hmm. Broken Mandarin. <laughs> yeah. In their language. So you know, it would be different if you came up talking to him like that. But Respecting his culture and bowing is something different because that's not what they do. I feel that. I feel that. Just wanted to put that out there. It ain't. It ain't what they do. Yeah. And it's not about you know. 
it's not about us being racist on precious topics because we're not racist. Mm-mm. But we are honest. And we like to call a spade a spade. Definitely. Definitely. So, um, yeah, it's bullshit. And I hate when people, I hate when white people do that to me, too. That whole, yeah, hey, girl, or, you know, the bro Don't get thing. me wrong. If that's how you normally interact with people. Then, yeah, that's, that's one thing. Yeah, that's cool. But don't, don't see me. When I just saw you talk to Jim right in front of me, uh-huh. you ain't a bro Jim. Yeah, don't don't, don't bro me, right? Because yeah. you don't. First of all, you don't even know how I was brought up. So exactly. you, you're not from the West Side. Exactly. Because when I put that voice on and yeah. work, you <laughs> say some some fucked up that shit. Get, a check, boy. get your ass you beat. Thanks for calling. This is Jay. <laughs> How can I help you? I heard that, that on my bill on. collectors. Yes. Said that shit. I definitely put the voice on. So anyway, back to these this, these white supremacists on on the St. Louis. Uh, Missouri Police Department. I'm not surprised at all. I don't think my co-hosts are either. We pretty much knew that this type of activity what's, what's crazy is on. they did all this information to find out 22 of them are on <laughs> the, this list. What about the other 15 to 20 that just so happened to answer the question properly and didn't get put <laughs> busted? You know right. what I'm saying? Or what about everybody else who's just not in the police force? What if they're you know a firefighter, paramedic? Teacher. Now that's scary too. Like judge, you seen that um that movie Crash? Is mm-hmm. it Crash? Mm-hmm. How the um the one guy he was a police officer, mm-hmm. slightly racist. Mm-hmm. Um, his dad was sick, and he had to deal with. I think I think her name was Lakeisha on the movie. Yeah. Um, I think somebody at the office where he was supposed to be, his dad was supposed to be getting approved for medication or something like that. I don't know, Medicare or something. But anyway, he was giving Lakeisha such a hard time. And then he also gave whatever Terrence Howard and his girlfriend a hard time as well in a different situation. But ultimately, when she got into an accident, he had to go in and save her. But the fear in her, because she had already been harassed by him mm-hmm. in a non-dangerous emergency situation she didn't even want him to help her out of the car or touch her or touch her period so uh, i'm just using that as an example for like how the effect of this type of thing how it can change people you know what i mean like and situations and, and, and very much so in situations and i'm just like damn i'm thinking I've never had that happen before, but ever since certain situations has happened, especially publicly, because all these type of white supremacy, racist things have been going on for such a long time. We just in a different um, time frame right now where technology and everything can catch mm-hmm. all this stuff and make it more of a a thing. I'm just thinking like, man, you know you don't even have to have warrants you don't have to be illegal but when you see police you get nervous like it makes you oh, nervous. it make me nervous i don't i ain't got no warrants i ain't got nothing going on i don't sell drugs i don't do anything but when i see them i i automatically think i may have to my life may be in danger and these are people who are supposed to be protecting and serving so it's it's just unfortunate i hate that we even have to live like that but it's real and y'all know back in the day a lot of the ku klux klan members and stuff they were Policeman. the policemen yeah. so and that ain't go away it ain't it ain't go away because you remember all, so. the police were originally a slave catching unit mm-hmm. that's what they were for yeah and it sucks some of them are holding on to that so 
racist things. I'm always the one that's saying I'm not surprised by the things <laughs> that happen um, as far as racist activity. So, and anyway. I always bring up the point that, like, I uh, my job we have a union there, mm-hmm. and we have a union. The St. Louis Police Department has uh, the St. Louis Police uh, Union and the St. Louis Black Police Union. Oh really? You didn't mm-hmm. know that? Yeah, they I didn't all know separate. That. Did we do br- we bring it up on one show before? Yeah, yeah, we brought it up on show before. That. Yeah, that shit is crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> that you even said it. I don't, I don't recall that. Yeah, That's like yeah. And, and you bringing it up was like, and then, now you trying to figure out what's the twenty two list of, of uh, racially uh, biased uh, police officers? They in that damn they union. In the union. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's not hard to find them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, and when uh, Jeff Pegas was uh, interviewing Heather um, Heather Taylor, he was like, well, asking her, how is she going to feel going back to work knowing that she has openly shared this information? And she said, I'm just going to go to work and hold my head, held my head up high because, you know, when you're walking in truth, you don't have to be scared oh, of my anything. mama. So uh, they're gonna fuck her up, though. I know they're gonna harass her. It's going to go yeah. down, <laughs> and, you know. But those are the type of women, or not just women, just people, people, our ancestors who have kept that same attitude. Like you know what? I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to speak on this. This is truth. This is real. Mm-hmm. I don't care what nobody say. I know she probably already been getting harassed. That's why she was like, "Let me line up on this interview. What's up?" Because because they are already probably been fucking with her. Yeah. So I'm just like, I respect her a lot. I don't, you know, she probably yeah. be at, at in the desk pushing paperwork a- most of the time but shout out to her because she you know she was just like fuck yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna say my piece and this is on cnn so there's, this a, ain't no- there's a poem called see it through and in the poem it says running from it will not save you exactly whatever you gotta face you gotta you know confront you just go ahead hold your head up high and just think on. about how many not just women but just black people period that are on the police force that are scared to say anything or feel like oh I don't want to have to deal with the aftermath of all right. of that after you know what I'm this saying that's my something. job I'm gonna come up here and I'm gonna Get deal my with chick. these folks yeah with their racist ass. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks because yeah. people feel like that in everyday and life whether home. they yep. work at a, poli- a police department or not. So, hmm. You don't want to squander whatever kind of blessings you've had from having this job. You done took, got a house. Yeah, so many people have a long list of things that have come from being employed at certain places. So, uh, it sucks. It do, man. It sucks. But, moving forward... Anyway, and I just want to say, too, she's been on the police force for 19 years. So she mm. definitely know. Mm-hmm. She know the ins and outs and what's going on. All right. So, 8-9. In St. Louis, even if you're not from St. Louis, you tell you go somewhere, you tell somebody you're from St. Louis, they're going to say two things or remember two things. Nelly and Mike Brown. Mm-hmm. I promise. <laughs> They gonna ask you, do you know Nelly? And was you a part of the Ferguson riot situation? And your answer should be yes to both of them. Because <laughs> Nelly's everybody's cousin. He is. And you know a guy that knows him, right? Or his cousin or something. Yeah, two of them. <laughs> and and telling somebody you was involved in Ferguson just makes him get the fuck out your way. Yeah, because 
it changes their their views on you. Like, oh, they don't know if you was just out there marching or if you was you, out there yeah, throwing shit. <laughs> <laughs> How many cigarillos did you get? Uh, so, yeah. um, My, when I was uh, in Miami uh, last month, uh, I met a guy from Philly, and he was like. Hey yo, you you marched with in that Ferguson stuff? I was like, yeah, I did a little marching with my with my children and my family, so I had to, you know, what I'm saying reiterate that so he know what part I was in. I was the daytime part, where, you know. <laughs> hey, I where, swear to God, he was a day crowd. I yeah. swear to God, we making a lot of the situation real quick. I had a joke about that about how you know because when it was happening, they only highlighted the horrible things. You know what I mean? They didn't highlight during the day <laughs> in, in certain times yeah. where it was actually a peaceful situation my sister and i were out there and we marched and we marched and it was raining i'm sorry it was daytime but it was it started raining and everything and we were still yep. out there marching yep. and it was just like man it gave me a whole different like i was getting my martin luther king on sorry i forgot where he got shot at martin luther king i am sorry <laughs> but i was out there getting my martin luther king on it felt peaceful we wasn't out we wasn't singing no negro spirituals or nothing Right. But it just was it was a great feeling, it you was. know what I mean, to be out there and see all my people come together for, you know, I hate that it had to be that situation, but they came together nonetheless. Right. And so it was out there, it was raining. Me and my sister, we was just out there marching, just out there marching. And it was cool, but I had a little natural haircut. <laughs> And it was raining, and then like leaving conditioner started burning my eyes and shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> then my sister had weave. I looked over at her. The top was like a lab, the bottom was like a child. I was like, bitch, <laughs> we gotta get out of here. <laughs> you wanted to bring you a hat next time, cause shit, it was rough. But we stayed out there and we made it through. But yeah, mm-hmm. I just wanted to share my little joke that I had about that. That actually happened though. That's but funny. anyway, eight nine was the five year anniversary of Michael Brown. Um, oh, we should have brought Tori on. Oh, we could have, but I think he has he has some stuff going. on. He got on. a schedule. Yeah, he has some stuff going on. Um, Who the fuck is Tori? Tori, he was. Oh, uh, y'all partner from school. Yeah, but he was one of our guest hosts too. When when you guys were gone, I had. Yeah, Tori yeah, yeah I remember now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what I was going to say. No, I get it. I remember. <laughs> Y'all was just saying Tory, and I was like, "Who is Tory?" But yeah, Tory. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, it was the um, anniversary of that. Um, I think St. Louis American interviewed his dad, Mike Brown Senior, and um, you know they basically were just catching up on a, it. It definitely does not seem like five years ago. Like, definitely not. Time just waits for no man. Like it, it just flew by. That scene when you. Think about how much stuff went on, and I think about all those um, protesters and guys out there that were on the front line that are no longer with us and died in crazy ways, like burned up in the car, like yeah, you mean, Yeah, don't say died. That you mean that were, we're killed. Murdered. We're yeah. killed. I apologize. It's Saturday. Check me on my smart sheet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, but yeah, they were they were killed. Like. And you still haven't heard any. Now, there's a long list. And I meant to, I think we talked about this a, a few shows back. Um, I don't have the list in front of me. But there's a list of all those guys that were out there on the front line. That's why sometimes I worry about Torian, too, because um, he's real vocal on Facebook and, and Instagram and stuff like that about certain things. And a lot of those guys who were out there on the front line protesting, um, not only for Mike Brown, but just for justice, period, for us. Um, they're not with us anymore. 
and they were killed in like crazy ways like burned in their like cars one after them, another like on some crazy shit that was a list like that it's and um like it was a hit list definitely and i believe that i can't i can't confirm it i don't of course have facts to back that up but i definitely believe that um that was like okay the people in charge of uh gathering those facts probably had something to do with it so we will never have facts and you haven't heard anything about (laughs) like who did it Right. Why? How? Like these people didn't have like serious enemies out there to be burned in their vehicles. They were beloved in their neighborhood. Yes, and respected very yep. much so. Um, so hmm, it's it's just crazy. But back to um, Mike Brown Senior and his interview in the St. Louis American. Um, they also mentioned this exhibit that they have now. I do plan to take the family to go see that. I think tomorrow is the last day. Um. It's at the Ferguson Empowerment Center. It was from the 9th to the 11th from 1 to 6 p.m. It's an exhibit. And they have all this different stuff about, um, you know, the Mike Brown movement, as some people like to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, pictures, artwork from local artists and cool stuff like that. So I definitely want to go check that out. Maybe today or tomorrow because tomorrow's the last day for sure. But um, I saw a lot of people on my timeline on Facebook that participated um, in that exhibit mm-hmm. and that were also there when um, that happened. What were you guys doing when... Um, when I that first, happened to Mike Brown. When I first heard about it, I was working at Macy's Call Center. Uh, I was a supervisor in collections. And one of my associates, my good friend of mine, she like a sister to me, shout out to my girl Tierra Henning um, out there in D-Town. She was like, yo, you heard about what's going on? I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, man, it's, uh, this dude, uh, Mike Brown, he just got shot by this cop. And I was like... What are you talking about? Was he still in the street when she was mentioning mm-hmm. it to you? Yeah. And I think some people was going it. live and, like, yeah, it was crazy. It was, it was such a, it was sad. Like, yeah. I still, even right now, can't even understand why they even left him out there that long. Like, Me neither. why? Me neither. Because we ain't shit but animals to them. <sighs> it's such a heavy, um, heavy topic. It is heavy. It, it it's, and it, I know that if it's heavy for us, his parents, you know, goodness gracious, I can't imagine. imagine. Yeah, that's why yeah. I just said I can't even imagine. I ain't no militant type of dude, but stuff like this Mike Brown stuff and everything that's happened from years since then um, with pr- police brutality, having to go into work and your white coworkers act so oblivious to it is frustrating. Yeah, and, I, I, and I try to be understand like they don't know what's going on, but that's fucked up because you're Americans and we're Americans. Why aren't you up to date on this? And they definitely are. It's it's a it's one of those out of sight, out of mind type of deals. Not even that. They just they probably are scared to start some kind of uproar wherever they are, and they're right. you know what because I'm saying they because because yeah. they gotta come to work with black people every day type of thing, but. Uh, when I think about it, it's crazy because my nephew, my youngest nephew, um, he actually knew uh, Mike Brown. They weren't besties or anything like that, but they knew each other. They hung out randomly because they had mutual um, friends. And so to see my nephew in a position to where, like, where one of his peers dies that way. 
the hurt on him as a young man and and the it just the mental change oh my god yeah it just it is is a lot it was a lot because it's already one thing people die all the time that we know personally you hear me you just feel like you just don't matter but to be left out like trash in the street and then like police were there they were taping everything off it wasn't like somebody got shot and then nobody know about it they didn't take a jacket or a blanket out of their car because they have blankets in in the trunk of their car to cover them up nothing yeah and um what's the police officer that Seals is that his name Darren Se- what's his name Darren Seals no it's, it wasn't Darren Seals Wilson. Wilson Darren Wilson Seals is the uh, one who was killed killed the brother yeah. Wilson wow, how would we ever make that right that <laughs> was horrible yeah, yeah. it's too many of them happening Man, Darren Seals is somebody totally different yeah. but um, Wilson yeah I saw a Facebook post um, by some racist person mm-hmm. saying um Happy Alive Day, Darren Wilson. Was that uh Ruder? Yeah. Um his name Jeff Ruder. Um he is a spokesman for the St. Louis Police Department. Oh wow. <laughs> well, isn't that a kawinky dink? Right. Uh yeah, what what were you doing when the, the Mike Brown situation happened? Uh, Do you remember? I was supervising right next to Brandon okay. at uh, Macy's. And um, I remember uh, wondering why uh, the kid was still there uh, for so long. Uh, like, what were they trying to figure out? Um, cause what you, was there to figure I'm out? Because anything to, else was going to be figured out in, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I try to make uh racism the last thing you know what i'm saying when i can't come to you any other be the conclusion go-to. yeah then that that's it and then i'm like what could they be doing like this hella insensitive like who was in who's like in charge of this situation like how do they not you know ha- how are they allowing people to go facebook live with uh, for hours teenagers wasn't it like two hours it was a long ass time dead long- teenagers yeah. in the street how are you letting people go live yeah people were on their balconies right. in canfield i saw so many people on my fr- facebook friend list at that time mm-hmm. going live all at the same time while he was still out there laying in the street like that's just ridiculous. Yeah, that's just and it's ridiculous. blatant disrespect, not only to him, but to the community, his parents, his family, like the community. Like, like you said, what what is going? Why are y'all? What are y'all trying to figure out? That yeah. y'all just leaving him there, and they ultimately did cover him up. They still left him there, though. I remember uh, the next day um, when. Um, I got back to work and it was an older white lady and she was talking about how people in our neighborhood she lived way out somewhere and she was talking about how people in our neighborhood were saying that uh, the boy must have done something uh, to deserve being shot and she I think I know what you're talking about and huh 
Did you did you say she put a post up about it? No. Oh, okay. She, did, she was talking to me about it. Oh, okay. Because somebody put a post. Well, multiple people did put posts up okay. about how they say he, he, he had to have done something to deserve right. that. Right. So people in our neighborhood were telling her that. And she was like, well, my grandson does all type of shit. He just ter- terrorizes the neighbors and everything. And all that happens is the sheriff... Uh, put some handcuffs on him and drive him to my house and tells him not to do it anymore. So it's nothing that he could have done to deserve being shot if he didn't have a weapon. And I was like, cause me, I'm still like, well, let me hear the whole story. Maybe he had a weapon. Maybe they just ain't find it yet. Or he, cause you just don't want to believe that somebody, yeah, you just don't want to believe that this police officer just, blatantly killed this boy for no reason or had no you just don't want to think that that's what happened exactly the problem that for me was like when they were like he he reached for his gun that shit was over with let's say he did reach for that's what i don't understand let's say he reached for his gun right and then he ran (laughs) so now reach for the gun that shit dead he didn't get it that shit over with the fact that he reached for your gun is irrelevant now he ran he is fleeing. Then you say he just turned around, even though he reached for your gun. You know he does. He knows that he doesn't have the gun. He knows you have the gun. You have the gun pointed at him, and you telling me that he is running at you while the gun is pointed at him because he like fuck it. I'm gonna take these. And then you shoot him, right? You shoot him a couple times. Then you stop. So at he this point. Up. At this point, is he really a threat? So you're telling me if you thought that you couldn't handle this kid in the first place. Mind you, he is still a kid. If you think that you can't handle this kid after you shot him six times, you don't think that you can handle handle him now? Then you proceed to execute him is what you did. Yeah. Yeah. Because the fear of him living and telling the story exactly. is something that's you didn't want to deal that's with. That's exactly that's, what yeah, it was. That's what it was. That's what it was. Because these police officers are trained, supposedly, because maybe they missed the training. Because mm-hmm. well, maybe it was optional. Right. Um, they are trained to take people down without killing them. Right? They're trained to shoot them or whatever in certain places. Because he didn't even try to tase. <laughs> he skipped over the whole... Well, no. Whenever you go through shooting training, okay. whenever you shoot someone... You, they tell you to shoot a, shoot the kill. Shoot the kill. There is no shoot the wound ever. You oh, wow. always I shoot so. the kill. So all the training, you shooting to neutralize the threat. But six times, though. Hmm? But six times. You keep shooting until you. You're supposed to keep shooting until you. You can't shoot no more. You just keep shooting. In the training. Wow. Yeah. I you ever went to concealing no. carry? You don't got no strap. <laughs> Girl, you better. But get is you. concealing carry training the same as police officer training? Yeah. Cause I thought I heard, man. I could, I obviously heard wrong. I thought that they were trying to be able to take, to shoot somebody, but not necessarily kill them. Nah, you shoot center mass every time, at, cause that's the biggest target. And because remember, you're not supposed to be using this force unless your life is in danger. So if your life is in danger, you don't. Um, you don't use shoot them. The, yeah, you don't shoot at someone's leg if your life is in danger. You shoot center mass so you can hit a target, and you just keep shooting until that target is neutralized. Wow, learn something new every day. But that's 
supposed to be a last resort, not your first resort. If you feel like your life is in danger, that's why they he, always get off with that shit. Yes, because that's a huge, huge. Uh, <laughs> if I feel like my life is in danger, you would have to prove that I didn't feel like my life was in danger. Do you know how hard that would be? It's a lot harder than trying to figure out if you, why you got back pain. And then did he say? <laughs> did he say it was some kind of tussle or something like that? Did For he the say gun, that? Yeah, originally. Right, but, but that shit was they, over. Yeah, when they showed pictures of him, though, he had a scratch on him, did he? Why would he? Why would he? He had a scratch on him. So that shit was crazy. And then it was a witness. When yeah, his homeboy was there, that, yeah, homeboy, it was a witness was. who saw the whole thing. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So, I mean, um, man, every time I talk about it, it still, it still affects me the same way. It still makes me sad inside. It still hurts. And it's still something that's hard to talk about because now, even five years after that happened, um, the shit's continuing. Just <laughs> you just think, like, oh mm-hmm. my God, like we are still going through this type of thing that's why i'd I be terrified for my uh son and i know you have yep you have sons and i'm about it's, to have a son as well so i can't even imagine how this type of activity is going to progress honestly you maybe you don't really know when you're gonna go but you have a pretty short bit that hey i'm gonna go to sleep tonight and I'm gonna wake up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But as this shit continues, you really don't know what's gonna happen to you. You can you can try to think positively and be strong for your loved ones and your children, but at the same time, but you just don't know. That's why I mentioned earlier, even as a woman, because at one point I remember being young and, and thinking like, you know, young dudes that I dated or knew, you know, they got harassed. I really wasn't tripping off getting harassed. Right now, Sandra Bland. Right. You have those situations like Sandra Bland and other situations as well. I I told you I don't even have warrants. I don't even I don't do anything illegal, but I am scared. FYI, it is hella hard to commit suicide in prison. I know it's that. almost impossible to commit suicide in prison. And so when you it's funny that you said that because I lost a cousin. He wasn't in prison. He was just in Clayton, which is another situation that is continuing to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, they're saying that these people are killing themselves in there. There's nothing in there for them to kill themselves with. Yeah, like how, though? This is how they said my cousin killed himself. Uh-huh. Um, they said that he hung himself with, with a what? towel. You ever been to jail? You know, they like hand towels. So they hella small. First of all, they don't even allow you to have those towels in there. My cousin is almost, was almost six feet tall. So there's nothing in there. To hang himself off of. To hang himself off of. Yeah. So. You would have to wrap this towel around your neck and then around something else. And them towels don't be long then, enough for that. Yeah. The, the towels aren't long enough for that. So. Like um, even if he were to tear to give it more length, it's not it's not going to hold his weight. Enough. There's no, that's what I'm saying. There's nothing in there high enough, right, for someone his height to hang themselves. And um, unfortunately, as far as camera wise, this is a bad angle. They can't really tell, and because they're yeah. harvesting our organs. I, I try not to believe that kind of crazy myth shit, but the more it keeps happening, it's like what the fuck. I believe in that. And I also believe that this whole mentality of 
us being beneath them and things of that nature it's has is is it hasn't gone away. So, you know, uh, Mike Brown mentioned something um, in the interview in St. Louis American um, about how when the Trayvon Martin stuff happened, his son was wearing and taking pictures in his hoodie to, you know, represent for Trayvon Martin. And um, at that time, he didn't take heed to it as much you know what i'm saying because it wasn't something that was at his front door it wasn't something that happened to him right and mike brown senior was like i wish i would have paid more attention you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because it wasn't something that was happening directly to me or to my family i didn't think about it and yeah i saw my son taking pictures in the hoodies and stuff like that and you know i just kind of let him do his thing i saw it as him just trying to you know it's just it was trendy at the time yeah and then in, in Mike Brown Sr.'s defense, like I say all the time, I wasn't surprised. We have been conditioned to, like, deal with this type this of shit. treatment. Like, yeah, because mm-hmm. it's been happening for hundreds of years. You know what I'm saying? So, right. it's I feel kind of sucky when I be saying, shit, I'm not surprised. I'm not mm-hmm. surprised. But in my spirit, I'm not. It still hurts. It still sucks. It's still messed up, and it's still something that I know shouldn't have happened. Oh, during during sports, I got a surprise for your ass. I got a surprise too. I hope it ain't you. I hope you don't try to steal my sprinkle. Uh oh, because I got some. I got my sprinkle. So um, we gonna give really quick because I know we running out of time. We way past our time. Uh, we gonna give a moment of silence for Mike Brown, and not just Mike Brown, but everybody. Yeah, yeah. that long list. Uh, of people so alright guys so we gonna slide forward real fast um, since we're over our time, make sure y'all check out that exhibit if you can. It is going on till the 11th, again at the Ferguson Imp- Improvement. I'm sorry, Empowerment, Empowerment. Center. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know I gotta fuck up something. <laughs> Ferguson Empowerment Center. Um, I don't have the address, but I'm sure you can Google that. Ferguson Empowerment Center. Um, it's started yesterday. It's till the 11th from 1 to 6 p.m. They got a bunch of, just from the pictures I saw on Facebook and stuff, they got a bunch of dope artwork in there and some of the stuff, pictures uh, that were taken when... It's the Quick Trip, isn't it? The Quick Trip that was burned down. Wow, I don't know. I believe so. I have to I have to Google the address. But, um, yeah, make sure y'all check that out if y'all can. I believe it's free, too. I don't think it costs anything. Um, so, take the kids... You know what I'm saying? Get out there and look at that cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, politics, real quick. I don't have anything for politics today. We gonna skip over it. Yeah. Bring it back. Okay, yeah. we'll bring it back. Sports. So, you know, I got a sprinkle for sports. Okay, I'm gonna let you go first. Cause I think my sprinkle might be the same as your sprinkle. Maybe, possibly. So, well, then okay, why don't we ahead. do it? Cause it's about nope, sports. I'm gonna do thing. my sprinkle first. Okay. So. You always try. You try to not let my sprinkle go first, but it never happens. <laughs> it, it doesn't. So, in sports, I believe I'm going to, you know, I always fuck up the sports guy's names. Who is it? Is it Shy Wirtz? We have no idea. You don't know you, who this he is. is your okay. sprinkle. S H A I 
Wirtz, W-E-R-T-S. Anyway, 21-year-old, we don't have the same sprinkle. Okay, we got it. 21-year-old uh, Georgian Southern University quarterback is pulled over 731 19, uh, 2019, last month, in Clinton, South Carolina, after a cop stops him, says he was speeding. He was charged with a misdemeanor of cocaine possession and speeding and was also suspended from um, GSU activities. Now, they're saying this cocaine possession that he had was on the hood of his car. On the windshield, all over it. All over the damn windshield. All over the windshield on the hood of his car. The police goes back, what, because they detained him, put him in the back of the car, and they asked him, what, what the fuck you doing with that cocaine on your way? All on the outside of your shit. He was Rick James and like sniffing shit off the hood. Boy, you got bricks on the top of and, your motherfucking windshield. And Shadwork said, it's, it's bird shit. <laughs> like, there's a video of it. And I'm just like, oh my God. He, so he continues to tell them, it's bird shit. Well, it tested positive on the field test. The police officer told him, no, 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 no. That can't be bird shit. Because niggas is sniffing coke off the hoods of that cars every day, B. I I seen it in a music video. I think it was (laughs) Jay-Z. Oh, no. So the police officer, and mind you in this article that I read, they never mentioned any kind of um, repercussions for this police officer line and saying that it was he told this boy that he tested it mm-hmm. and it came back positive for cocaine so what do you think about that uh, I don't know sir it's bird shit yeah like he was he couldn't even believe if you listen to it he couldn't even believe that he was being asked that yeah. they searched the car they didn't find anything except for the supposedly cocaine that was come on Mike that the, was bird shit the, the frustrating part of this is because at what point is he allowed to like shoot this cop and say yo he is fucking with me I feel, I'm feel i threatened for my life so they also charged him with fleeing and a a, Wait, a bed what yeah so um he was he they said, if you didn't do anything wrong, why were you running? He said, I, I wasn't running. I had called 911 because it was dark outside and I wanted to drive to where it was some light because I watched the news. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, because they were following him for a yeah, minute before he pulled over. Yeah. And it was dark where he where they were trying to pull him over at. Yeah. And he kept going. He put his he put his hazards on, though. Right. He put his hazards on, but he, he kept going. he called 911. And like tell him I ain't running, but we gonna go to work some lights at. Cause I don't wanna be shot in the dark. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I just this is this is clown shit. This is a joke. You well, know there was a while ago in Dallas police officer was getting shot and they were they, I don't know if they ever figured out who was doing it or whatnot but at a certain point they stopped shooting but they were like somewhere in, in downtown Dallas or some police officers getting shot at by some snipers and mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not because I have friends and family that are cops so it's like yo that's fucked up but at the same yeah. time I'm like somebody get these bastards I and guess. that's fucked up 
when I heard about this, I was just like, you this sound is, like Tori. <laughs> this is clown shit. This is clown, not bird shit that was on the hood of boy car, <laughs> but this is clown shit. For and then they, there, there, nothing happened to these police officers. This nothing boy could have. So were you surprised? <sighs> you know what? This one, <laughs> this one kind of got me. I can't lie, only because. And, and if you listen to the video, I mean, they were very adamant about this shit. This shit, literally, this shit <laughs> not on being the outside shit. of his fucking car and windshield, not, not on the dashboard, on right. the inside, right? Not on the passenger seat in the yeah. console. Yeah, and this is in South Carolina. This ain't even in fucking you Miami. Know it's hot like, down there. Just out here snorting coke <laughs> off shields. And it's a and it's a. It's a lot of it too. Yeah. Like, and bird shit don't look like cocaine though. <laughs> I'm just saying. I ain't been around a lot that? of cocaine. <laughs> I ain't been around a lot of cocaine they call or bird shit. Bricks. <laughs> All white bricks. So I ain't been a lot of uh, I done seen plenty of bird shit. I done seen more bird shit than cocaine. Okay. <laughs> I have seen some cocaine before though. And I'm saying, first of all, Scratch his head. You hear me? <laughs> if it's bird, if it's cocaine, how is it staying on the vehicle while well, he's driving? Dri- right, driving at like fifty miles an hour or more. So let me get this straight. He let it rain a little bit so it could stick on her. So yeah. when he get home, when he pull up, he can just sniff it off, and he ain't got to worry about. Uh, he likes it when it's caked up. Well, he actually did it as a new way of transporting cocaine see who would ever think to just sprinkle it on his car this smart ass detective here and and this smart ass definitely enough you thought you could do the old windshield trick this is definitely enough sprinkled cocaine on the hood of his car and windshield to actually make a profit right this isn't personal use at all fuck dog like I don't even know. This but one, you this pull one, got one over on old uh, state trooper. Had, this one got me because this is clown shit. I had a similar situation. Though. Oh shit! You was snorting coke off the hood of your car. Oh, oh shit! No. Hell no! Maybe you heard it about your daddy, water. didn't you? Motherfucker, pulling me over. <laughs> I'm driving down the street, minding my business. Pulls me over. I'm like, uh, "How can I help you?" He was like, "I noticed you ain't have a seatbelt on." I'm like, "Okay." I put a seatbelt on, <laughs> sir. And, and uh, they were like, "What's that on your shirt?" And I'm like, "I think it's some crumbs because I'm eating uh, some cheese sticks." I thought that was that all white. Bricks. Nah, they, they gonna tell me uh, that's that's definitely marijuana. I said, oh. "Sir, it may be some oregano from the cheese, <laughs> but it's definitely not marijuana. Uh, I've never smoked marijuana in my life. Uh, it's not marijuana. Do you mind? If I searched the car." Uh, I actually do mind if you search the car, but if it'll allow me to get through this quicker, you go ahead. Go ahead. So I got out the car, let them search. They were like, "What's this? Uh, what's this empty um, bottle of uh, Armadale?" Because Armadale was popping back then with Jay Z. Back then, but anyway, well, it's an empty yeah. Armadale was vodka that. It oh, was okay, okay, okay. Dash. Well, you got empty. It's gone now. Yeah, it's gone now. You got an empty bottle underneath. Were you drinking and driving? No. Um, did did you find anything else, officer? Or can I go? Well, uh, we're gonna have to detain you. And I was like, Well, I'm on my way to go to school. Squad car pulls up. Black dude. Black dude was like, uh, Did y'all find where? Where's the weed? And they were like, We didn't find any, but we found crumbs on his shirt. <laughs> crumbs of weed on his shirt. 
and he was like, do you have a school ID? So I showed him my college ID, and then he told him to let me go. But I could have been arrested. For oregano. For, for cheese sticks. <laughs> the, 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 the fucked up part of because they were so sure that they found crumbs of weed. Crumbs of weed. And it's Not like, even enough to charge with. You you even, how, do you, how do you test that? I don't this know. is a crumb of weed. I don't know. At This was 2003. I wasn't very abreast with the criminal system. I was 19 years old. So, you know, I'm like, all I know that is they told me don't let them search the car. Yeah. <laughs> because they don't actually have the right to. Yeah. But I was like, listen, if I could get to the crib. <laughs> go ahead. You go, you go ahead. I swear to God, I ain't shit in here. <laughs> yeah, that was my sprinkle for sports, but that's man. that's the fucked up part. They could have pulled out that bag. Like, yo, this and is yours. Yeah, I'd have been fucked up. You'd have been fucked. <sighs> they could have ruined this young man's career. Yep. Uh, they definitely... Because, you know, sometimes, not nowadays especially, once something is put out in the air, whether it's, it's true always. or not, it's always. It's yep. kind of like, um, you know, because years from now, they're like, oh, yeah, you had that cocaine on the hood of your car, yep. man. What was you yep. thinking? Right. You do know that that was you know, false, you right? Know that, yeah. Right. Yeah, but you know. We you know. Right. We know. <laughs> So all the charges were eventually dropped. He's he was suspended, but he of course you know is reinstated back doing you know the activities. I just quarterback. I can't even. <laughs> I, can, I can't lie. This one <laughs> I'm typically not surprised. This one threw me because I just was like, you guys are fucking kidding me, right? Mm. On the hood, on the hood of his car, driving cocaine. Yeah, yeah, How's he gonna snort down. it? How? How's he gonna snort it? It's gonna fly everywhere. He wants to let it get a little wet and then get hard, then chop it up again. Yep. What the fuck? I'm moving it. I don't even know what's going on in the world. You That's all I have for sports, man. I just, I'm disappointed. All right. Is it music time? <laughs> it is. Um, we had meme of the week, but we're so over our time. It's 4:20. Fuck that meme. Yeah, fuck it. And we fuck the nigga who do it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be comedian Brandon Taylor. Hey, you know what? We had a really powerful, uh, powerful uh, conversation today. Um, it was much needed. You know, I don't know about y'all, but I just, I definitely enjoyed today's uh, episode. Me too. I did too. I enjoyed our last baby shower episode too. We had great topics then. I wish we, we would have had more people, but the people that were there. Uh, you motherfuckers Shout is going to be pissed when yeah. them tickets is $50. Right. They are. It's cool. It's all good. Anyway, we going to uh, ride out to Megan the Stallion and uh, featuring the baby. I'm sorry. Y'all know that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The baby. I like the baby. Cash I do. It. I, I like do. this song. I don't like that Hot Girl Summer song. Nicki Minaj ruined your career, Megan the Stallion. I haven't heard it. Mm, I'm okay with that. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is how I am. I trash. Um, yeah, that shit trash. I st- I was like, when I first heard it, I was like, that can't be it. Right. Like, this ain't hot girl summer yeah, shit. This must be somebody, you know. Maybe we'll play that next These hoes in love. I'm looking to it. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to ride out to Make Stallion and uh, Cash, cash Shit. Yeah, I, this song, at first, at first I didn't like it. I was just like, uh, the way Megan the Stallion raps sometimes kind of sounds... I don't know, elementary, I guess. Right, mediocre. Yeah. Um, however, I started listening to the words a little bit, putting the music with it. I was like, okay, can't fuck with me. 
Nope. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of gave me a little boost. So, um, Brendan, how you feel? You like the song? Uh, yeah, this song jumping. I like yeah. this. Okay. Yeah. This song will be a part of my hot girl fall. Okay. Hello. Okay. You gonna be on some cash shit. Possibly. You gonna be in bed. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be back at work by then. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be back at work by then. <laughs> I'll definitely be back at work I'll by October for a while. Hello, Glenn the Coochie Hill. So what? <laughs> banana peppers is coming. <laughs> I had to let it heal. There's gonna be a human that's gonna come out of here soon. So you know you gotta put it put it. Fuck put it that! I'd get a C-section. That little nigga got to come out the back or something. That's a big baby. The back. <laughs> hey, listen. That's a big baby. It is. He is a big baby, but so is the father. But we're going to go ahead and play Aww. this song. Not really. We're going to go ahead and play this song. just called a big baby. <laughs> By Megan the Stallion and Duh Baby. Don't ever get him confused with Lil Baby, okay? Because they, they're totally different, and I like the baby better. So, yeah. y'all be I safe like on this Saturday. Please don't get pulled over with cocaine on the hood of your car. <laughs> be safe. Smoke and go check up. out that Mike Brown exhibit, man. We out. Richard got some Kobe's. <laughs> Real hot girl shit. Yeah, I'm in my bag, but I mean he is too. <laughs> and that's why every time you see me, I got some new shoes. Ah. Look, bitch, I'm a star, got these niggas wishing. He say he hungry, this pussy the kitchen. Yeah, that's my doubt, he gon' sit down and listen. Call him a trick and he don't get a holler. Bitch, I'm a star, got these niggas wishing. He say he hungry, this pussy the kitchen. Yeah, that's my doubt, he gon' sit down and listen. Call him a trick and he don't get offended. He know he giving his money to Megan. He know it's very expensive to date me. Tell him go put my name on it account because when I need money, I ain't tryna holler. He know he giving his money to Megan. He know it's very expensive to date me. Tell him go put my name on it account because when I need money, I ain't tryna wait. I can't be fucked with, nope. Ho, you can't touch this, ayy. Bitch, I do rich shit, huh. My money thick, thick, ayy. Walk with a limp, limp, huh. I'm on some pimp shit, ayy. He say you all about money, yeah. I'm on that cash shit, huh. I'm in my bag, bitch, huh. I'm on your ass, bitch, huh. I'm in that new, new shit. You on that last year, huh. Bitch, I do pimp shit, huh. Ho, you on simp shit, he say you all about money, yeah. I'm on that cash shit. You know how these bitches love me? Why? Cause baby don't give a fuck. What you do? I be fixing the weed while she sucking my dick, pull it out, then I titty fuck. Uh, uh, I fuck up from the back and she nasty, killing her. Know how I give it up. Yeah, yeah, I be cool yeah. on them, bitch, ain't no pressure. Uh, uh, Till I met this little freak, her name Maggie. Then the thing is style. Look how she walk. Look how she talk. She sexy. I like when they pretty and ghetto. Type of bitch that don't even say hello. And whenever we fuck, she be fucking me back. Put her in the headlight with my elbow. Now she done reversed. Got a bone and dick and ride this shit like a Camaro. Huh? I can't be fucked with. Nope. Oh, you can't touch this. Hey. Bitch, I do rich shit. Huh. My money thick. Hey. Hey. Walk with a limp. Limp. Huh. I'm on some pimp shit. He say you all about money, yeah. I'm on that cash shit, huh? I'm in my bag, bitch, huh? I'm on your ass, bitch, huh? I'm in that new, new shit. You on that last year, huh? Bitch, I do pimp shit, huh? Oh, you on simp shit, ay? He say you all about money, yeah. I'm on that cash shit. Look, I don't be stressing by none of.
of these niggas When they be talking, I don't even listen Telling me secrets, I probably forget it But I'ma tune in when he say he gon' lick it He told him send me a pic cause he miss me I told him send me a stack if he really I don't be trusting these tricks cause they tricky Send him a pic of somebody else's titties I'm a finesse and I'm a fly dresser Move to the top floor and flew in my dresser My bitches hustle, make money together Your bitches birds and they flocking together I can't decide if I want the new Louis Dapper Daniela, I'm always in Gucci Yo mama, don't bring your dad to the mall Cause when he be in there, she know he be choosing with no ho you can't touch this hey bitch i do rich shit huh my money thick thick hey walk with a limp limp huh i'm on some pimp shit hey he say you all about money yeah i'm on that cash shit huh i'm in my bag bitch huh i'm on your ass bitch huh i'm in that new new shit you on that last year huh bitch i do pimp shit huh ho you on simp shit hey he say you all about money yeah i'm on that cash shit ah Real hot girl shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm in my bag, but I'm in his too. <laughs> And that's why every time you see me, I got some new shoes. Ah. Look, bitch, I'm a star, got these niggas wishing He say he hungry, this pussy the kitchen Yeah, that's my doll, he gon' sit down and listen Call him a trick and he don't get a holler Bitch, I'm a star, got these niggas wishing He say he hungry, this pussy the kitchen Yeah, that's my doll, he gon' sit down and listen Call him a trick and he don't get offended He know he giving his money to Megan He know it's very expensive to date me Tell him go put my name on that account Because when I need money, I ain't tryna holler He know he giving his money to Megan He know it's very expensive to date me Tell him go put my name on that account because Cause when I need money, I ain't tryna wait. I can't be fucked with, nope. Ho, you can't touch this, ayy. Bitch, I do rich shit, huh. My money thick, thick, ayy. Walk with a limp, limp, huh. I'm on some pimp shit, ayy. He say you all about money, yeah. I'm on that cash shit, huh. I'm in my bag, bitch, huh. I'm on your ass, bitch, huh. I'm in that new, new shit. You on that last year, huh. Bitch, I do pimp shit, huh. Ho, you on simp shit, He say you all about money, yeah, I'm on that cash shit You know how these bitches love me? Why? Cause baby don't give a fuck What you do? What I be fixing the weed while she sucking my dick, pull it out, then I titty fuck uh, uh, I fuck up uh, from the back and she nasty, killing her Know how I give it up yeah, yeah, I be cool yeah. on them bitch, ain't no pressure uh, uh, Till I met this little freak, her name Maggie This little thing is a style. Look how she walk. Look how she talk. She sexy. I like when they pretty and ghetto. Type of bitch that don't even say hello. And whenever we fuck, she be fucking me back. Put her in the headlight with my elbow. Now she done reversed. Got a bone and dick and ride this shit like a Camaro. Huh? I can't be fucked with. Nope. Oh, you can't touch this. Hey. Bitch, I do rich shit. Huh. My money thick. Hey. Hey. Walk with a limp. Limp. Huh. I'm on some pimp shit. Hey. He say you all about money. Yeah. I'm on that cash shit. Huh. I'm in my bag, bitch, huh? I'm on your ass, bitch, huh? I'm in that new, new shit. You on that last year, huh? Bitch, I do pimp shit, huh? Oh, you on simp shit, ayy. He say you all about money, yeah. I'm on that cash shit, ayy. Look, I don't be stressing about none of these niggas. When they be talking, I don't even listen. Telling me secrets, I probably forget it. But I'ma tune in when he say he gon' lick it. He told him send me a pic cause he miss me. I told him send me a stack if he really. I don't be trusting these tricks cause they tricky. Send him a pic of somebody else titties. I'm a finesse and I'm a fly dresser Move to the top floor and flew in my dresser My bitches hustle, make money together Your bitches birds and they flocking together I can't decide if I want the new Louis Dapper Daniela, I'm always in Gucci Yo mama, don't bring your dad to the mall Cause when he be in there, she know he be choosing I can't be fucked with, nope Oh, you can't touch this, ayy Bitch, I do rich shit, huh My money thick, thick, ayy Walk with a limp, limp, huh I'm on some pimp shit, ayy He say you all about money, yeah I'm on that cash shit, huh I'm in my bag, bitch, huh I'm on your ass, bitch, huh I'm in that new, 
shadow pimp shit, huh? Ho, you on simp shit, ay. He say you all about money, yeah. I'm on that cash shit, ah. Real hot girl shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm in my bag, but I'm in his too. <laughs> And that's why every time you see me, I got some new shoes. Ah. Mwah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.